Hi, my name is Beth, and I am the host of the Seeking Light podcast. In a world that presents us with growth and challenges, there is tremendous light. And this podcast is a source of light through scriptural insights that I have gained through the years. Come join me as I share light in a world that can sometimes be confusing. Hello, everyone. So glad you're here today. Thank you, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, walking, driving, sitting in your living room, folding socks. (laughs) I'll sit and listen to a podcast while I'm riding or walking or anything. I just, I'm grateful for podcasts. I'm grateful they were created. (laughs) So I, um, this, this particular podcast episode comes from an experience I had listening to um, a Q&A with Elder Bednar at Enzyme College. Now, I recommend that all of you go watch it, but you can type in on your search engine or on YouTube, just type in Elder Bednar 2023. I think it was January 2023, um, Enzyme College Q&A, and it will pull this whole talk up. And you can also go find the transcript at Enzyme College. So anyway, I was listening to this question and answer with um, Elder Bednar, and he said something in there. And ironically, (laughs) I went back to find it exactly so I could quote it to you. And I searched through it for a little while, and I'm like, I cannot find this. But interestingly, at the end of his talk, he said, I hope you don't remember anything I said. I hope you remember how you feel. And if you received an answer to a question or a prompting or something to do, act on it. So I thought I heard this. I am, <laughs> I have to go back through and re-listened, but what I felt was this. He said, I, I recall him saying that, um, Horahor, the antichrist wanted to see a miracle. And I started thinking about faith and how as human beings, we really want to see the tangible. And so I thought about the definition of faith in Alma 32, it says, and now, as I said, concerning faith, faith is not to have a perfect knowledge of things. Therefore, if ye have faith, ye hope for things which are not seen, which are true. So I think in our mortal experience, we can sometimes be as Korahor or other antichrists or individuals like Laman and Lemuel, or in the, in the old and new Testament who wanted to see a sign, show me a sign and I'll believe. But in our articles of faith, the first, the fourth article says, We believe the first principles and ordinances of the gospel are first faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So I started thinking a lot about what Bednar's Q&A had brought up about Korahor wanting to see how we want to see something, show me something, and then I'll believe, show me something, and I will have confidence in what's being said. And I love the apostle Paul who taught faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. So faith isn't about seeing things. So in your life, I want you to think about times. I know I've had many times where I'm asking God to show me, 
show me a sign, show me something. But as I aged and years have passed, I've really been trying to increase my faith. And before I start sharing this kind of my thoughts, I I've collected after hearing this over a week ago, um, think about how much Satan wants us to fear and faith and fear cannot coincide at the same time. So when we have faith, we don't have fear and faith is not about us seeing, seeing something. It's about believing and having hope in something that is not seen, which is true. So, um, I was, as I was studying and researching just different things that I wanted to put into this podcast, um, I went to the gospel library essentially, um, and looked up some stuff on faith. And there were six points that this particular article definition of faith was, and I'm going to just touch on each one a little bit, but the first thing that they said that faith is much more than a passive belief. We express our faith through action by the way we live. So instead of us sitting back and waiting to see things, faith is not passive, it's acting. So it's moving forward and trusting that we're on the right path and hoping that everything will happen according to God's plan. And it's really faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, so the savior promised that if you will have faith in me, you shall have power to do whatsoever thing is expedient in me. So it's having that faith in Christ that anything that, um, we are wanting to do having that power that is expedient unto Christ, then we will be able to accomplish it, not seeing, but having faith. Okay. The first thing this article said that I really loved was faith in Jesus Christ can motivate us to follow his perfect example. So I thought about in the scriptures, cause I'm, I'm in this particular area of scripture right now, but I thought about Alma and Amulek. So as you know, Alma was sent to the city of Ammonihah. Uh, he was rejected. He left, but the angel that had appeared with him when he was with the sons of Mosiah came back to him and said, you need to return to Ammonihah. And he speedily did that. He returned. Well, Amulek, who had had experiences in his life, had had promptings, but didn't act on them. He had been warned that a prophet, a man of God would come. And Alma had gone into another way of the city. Amulek, um, he was motivated to follow Christ's perfect example through the words of Alma. So this first thing that I said, first faith in Jesus Christ can motivate us to follow his perfect example. So because of faith, Amulek believed in the words of Alma and he let him stay in his home and he fed him, but he was motivated to go forward in faith, not knowing what's going to happen in his life. And he taught the people he was a second witness with Alma. And ultimately, and sadly, his family was killed and murdered. Um, and he had to be strengthened in the Lord by Alma, but he, Amulek, was motivated to follow the Savior even though he didn't have very clear knowledge of what he was going to see or happen in his life. He had faith in Jesus Christ and he was motivated to move forward. 
I have thought many times about how, um, uh, paying my Matt and I paying our tithing. So having faith in Jesus Christ, that paying our tithing, um, and following his example, that everything will work together for our good. And it motivates me to trust that everything will work together for our good. And so many times our lives have been blessed by having this faith, this motivation to move forward, even though we can't see the end result, we can't see what's going to happen. We don't know how everything's going to work out. I cannot tell you the number of times in our lives that this faith in Jesus Christ has motivated me to just trust and go with it. And sometimes I'll pay that tithing online through the portal and I'll just take a deep breath and just say, Heavenly Father, I'm going to just put my faith in the promises that I've been given from Malachi and from the scriptures about tithing. And I know that you're watching out for Matt and I, and I trust that. And I just believe that everything is going to fall together for our good. It doesn't mean also monetarily. I'm not trying to say that monetarily, but I have an experience that happened to us because we um, chose to put Gannon into a private Christian school, a Seventh-day Adventist school, and the tuition is high. I mean, we're it's not an expected payment that we had had in the past. So it's a choice that we made, and I've, I uh, felt very prompted for that this is where he should go. And so we have made the decision to have him there. And so that makes each month a little tight. Um, not that we can't take care of things, but it's just tighter than usual because of the tuition payment. And I've just had faith. I had faith that the prompting I felt was right. I have faith that the savior will open the path and our father in heaven is totally aware of what we're doing and I'm totally aware of Gannon. And so last fall, um, I. I, so Matt and I have owned a home since the year 2000, we bought different homes, but so we've been home homeowners for years. And in the 23 years of owning homes, I can honestly tell you, I have never received an overpayment check for our taxes or homeowners insurance ever. And with us paying for this tuition and me having faith and motivated, like this first thing said, Jesus, faith in Jesus Christ can motivate us. So I'm motivated to obey the promptings I have about putting Gannon in this private school. And like in the fall, we got a check for an overpayment of our taxes and homeowners insurance, which blows my mind. We also received a check the next month. Um, it was a thank you from the education department. I don't even understand it. I, I'm quite actually baffled to this point. But not only have we received monetary, but things have worked out that don't make sense. You know, I feel like products in our home last longer, health, our bodies. There's just so many blessings that come. And like number one says, faith in Jesus Christ can motivate us to follow his perfect example. So we are trying to follow the savior and we are motivated to do that. And paying tithing is one of those ways. Okay. The second thing that I love that this article said is our faith can lead us to do good works, obey the commandments and repent of our sins. So I started thinking about Paul in the new Testament and how Paul literally had this spiritual experience. He 
changed his name from Saul to Paul. And he literally spent his entire rest of his life going about doing good works, obeying the commandments and repenting. Um, Nephi and third Nephi, uh, verse seven, he says, I will go and do the things which the Lord hath commanded me. I know that the Lord giveth no commandment unto the children of men, save he shall prepare a way for them to accomplish the thing which he hath commanded them. So, um, number two, our faith can lead us to do good works. Okay. So we can't necessarily see what the end result's going to be or see a sign about it, but when we have faith, we desire to do good works and obey the commandments and repent. Um, I got an email, um, uh, yesterday from Gannon school. They were in, they spent the email said desperate need of parents help for an upcoming, um, thing that's happening at the school. And I had a very full morning of plans and different things I needed to take care of, but I felt like I needed to give back. I needed to do good works. And I had faith that if I put forth my effort of doing good works, that everything would work out and it would have fallen into proper place. And that's exactly what happened. I have had the time to accomplish almost all the things that I had set out to do, just rearranging the time schedule. So number two, our faith can lead us to do good works, obey the commandments and repent of our, our sins. Okay. Number three. Our faith can help us overcome temptation. So when we have faith, we have the ability to overcome temptation. I want you to think about when Nephi was with his brothers and they're asking him questions about the tree of life, about this vision that their dad had. And Nephi is saying, look, listen to what I'm saying to you. Heed the words I'm giving you with all the energy of my soul and with all the faculty that I possess give heed to the word of God and remember to keep his commandments. And, um, so then they asked Nephi, okay, tell us, tell us what meaneth the river of water, which our father saw. And he says that the water was that our father saw was filthiness. And so much was his mind swallowed up in other things that he beheld not the filthiness of the water. And as I said unto them that it was an awful gulf, which separated the wicked from the tree of life. Okay. so. Number three, with faith, we can overcome temptation. I truly believe that Lehi had so much faith that the filthiness he did not see because his mind was swallowed up in other things. He had faith in Jesus Christ and he was doing good things in his life moving forward. It was an action that he just did not behold the filthiness. So he was able to overcome temptation. I also thought about Moses. So do you remember in Moses chapter one in the pro great price, the, um, that he sees God and he talks with him and he learns that he's a son of God and, and, and he sees the world and he sees all these amazing things, but then who comes afterwards? It's Satan and Satan wants to tempt Moses and he wants him like when it says faith can help us overcome temptation, Satan wants to tempt Moses that he's not a son of God, that he's a son of man that he doesn't have that spiritual ability to resist. But I love what Moses said. And it came to pass that it was for the space of many hours before Moses did again, receive his natural strength, like unto a man. And he said unto himself now for this cause, I know that a man is nothing, which thing I had never supposed. And he said, but now mine own eyes have beheld God. 
but not with my natural, but with my spiritual eyes for my natural eyes could not have beheld him for I should have withered and died in his presence, but his glory was upon me and I beheld his face for I was transfigured before him. And it came to pass that when Moses had said these words, behold, Satan came tempting him saying, Moses, son of man, worship me. And it came to pass that Moses looked upon Satan and said, who art thou? For behold, I am a son of God in the similitude of the only begotten. And where is thy glory? So what I loved in here was that from Bednar early on talking about, you know, these antichrists and things, they want to see a sign. And Moses even said, I did not behold God with my natural eyes, but with my spiritual eyes. So he did not see God with his natural eyes. He saw them with his spiritual eyes. And when Satan came, he was able to look upon him and Satan tries to tempt him. So the third, third, um, concept is that our faith can help us overcome temptations. So when Satan comes tempting us, which temptation is going to come, we have the ability to, um, be swallowed up in other things. Uh, in 1996, I love this Rulon Craven said, our mind throughout the day is continually active. We choose the avenues of thought that our mind travels. Allowing worldly thoughts to enter your mind can lead to unrighteous acts. As we travel the highways of life, our physical senses are continually bombarded with billboards, posters, magazines, videos, movies that entice and tempt the mind. And if allowed, create mental pictures that are not becoming of a Latter-day Saint. When evil thoughts arise, stop, think, control your mind, visualize a large exit sign in your mind's eye and immediately change your thoughts. Get off the avenue of thinking. So just like Lehi had his mind swallowed up in other things, so he did not behold the filthiness, we with faith in Jesus Christ can overcome temptations. Okay, number four, the Lord will work mighty miracles in our life according to our faith. So I can honestly tell you that um, Matt and I have had miracle after miracle happen in our lives. We've had miracles about jobs. We've had miracles about moves. We've had miracles happen with our children. We have had miracles happen all the time. And um, I'm going to share with you one amazing miracle that happened. And so just with the thought in mind, number four, the Lord will work mighty miracles in our life according to our faith. So Matt for a while was in different positions at work that were highly demanding, uh, very overloading. We hardly saw him at all. Um, he would pretty much be busy from the early morning hours of the day into the night. He was an, a VP. Um, he had disciplinary um, responsibilities and he was also an athletic director. So his days were full of VP work and then his nights were full of athletic events and responsibilities. And our children were young. Um, they were all home. And, uh, it didn't give much time for him to be around. Uh, it was usually just in the evening if they saw him, or I would usually take them to an event so that they could be around him. Uh, then one day I'll spare you all the details, but he basically came home and told me that his supervisor came to him and it was leading up to two weeks before the school year and told him 
that he was going to be moved to an elementary school to become a principal there. And he and I both just started crying because this was an absolute miracle, a miracle of all miracles. Um, because his supervisor never knew that he wanted one of our goals in life that he and I talked about very early on before he even started his career was that he would love to be an elementary principal. And so this miracle from somebody that didn't necessarily provide opportunities for Matt that were um, helpful for him in a way, like there was, seems to be a lot of roadblocks that were happening from upper response, upper supervisors. And so when he received this, we knew that it was absolutely a miracle that God had interceded and had given Matt this gift, um, according to our faith, his faith, so that we could have more time with, he could have more time with our children and we could have a much more normal life and that his life wasn't swallowed up in his work. And so that's just one of the miracles that I witnessed. I witnessed miracles all the time, especially with our children, my children, but that was one miracle that was so enormous for us. And I'm so grateful for it. Um, president Nelson gave an amazing talk in April, 2021, and he talked all about faith and he taught something that I had never really thought about because we know that faith can move mountains, right? So I'd always thought about it as physical mountains, but there are other mountains that we have. President Nelson said, dear brothers and sisters, my call to you this Easter morning is to start today to increase your faith. Through your faith, Jesus Christ will increase your ability to move the mountains in your life, even though your personal challenges may loom as large as Mount Everest. Your mountains may be loneliness, doubt, illness, or other personal problems. Your mountains will vary, and yet the answer to each of your challenges is to increase your faith. That takes work. Lazy learners and lax disciples will always struggle to muster even a particle of faith. To do anything well requires effort. Becoming a true disciple of Jesus Christ is no exception. Increasing your faith and trust in him takes effort. Moving your mountains may require a miracle. Learn about miracles. Miracles come according to your faith in the Lord. Central to the faith is trusting his will and timetable. So going back to the, the fourth, um, fourth idea is that the Lord will work mighty miracles in your life according to your faith. So mountains can be moved and it may require a miracle, but as we learn more about miracles and know that that is according to our faith, then it'll be, we'll understand that it's according to God's timetable and not ours. He said, central to faith is trusting his will and timetable, how and when he will bless you with the miracles that you, that miraculous help you desire. Only your unbelief will keep God from blessing you with miracles to move the mountains in your life. The mountains in our lives do not always move how and when we would like, but our faith will always propel us forward. Faith always increases our access to godly power. So I love that last part because with concept number four, 
the Lord will work mighty miracles in our lives according to our faith. Sometimes the mountains in our lives are not moved when and how we would like them to, but with faith, it propels us forward. So we're not stagnant. We're not holding back. We're moving forward, trying to access God's power. Okay. Number five, faith in Jesus Christ helps us receive spiritual and physical healing through his atonement. So I thought about Zizram in Alma chapter 15. Now, if you remember Alma and Amulek went and taught in the land of Sidon and he goes, and there's this very, very bright person named Zizram. No, he wasn't inside him. That's where Zizram ended up is inside him. But Zizram had contended with them in the land of Ammonihah. And he was very smart and very articulate. Well, he had left the land and he went to Sidon and he got a tremendous fever. It said that he was sick. He had a very low, he was being very low with a burning fever. And he said that his mind was exceedingly sore because of his iniquities. Um, he reached out and asked for Almia. He found out that they were in the land. He asked for them to come and heal him. And I love what Alma did. He didn't say, okay, yeah, we're going to heal you for sure. He said, he asked him a question. He said, believest thou in the power of Christ unto salvation? And Zebrazerm says, yea, I believe all the words which thou hast taught. So he asks him first, before he does anything, do you believe in this? And then he says, if thou believest in the redemption of Christ, thou canst be healed. And then Zizram says, I do, I believe according to thy words. So Zizram had faith in Alma's words. He couldn't see things. He didn't have proof, but he had faith that what Alma was telling him was true. So think about in our lives, when we're told something in the scriptures or by a prophet, do we have faith to move forward, even though we can't understand it and we can't see? And then Alma says unto Zizram, he says, Oh Lord, our God, have mercy on this man and heal him according to his faith, which is in Christ. And when Alma had said these words, Zizram leaped upon his feet and began to walk. And this was done to the great astonishment of all the people. And the knowledge of this went forth throughout all the land of Sidon. And then Alma baptizes Zizram and he goes forth preaching the word of God from there on. So Zizram had to have faith in what he was being told by Alma, even though he couldn't necessarily have proof or see. So faith is seeing without believing. And so um, Zizram was healed by faith in Jesus Christ. Okay, number six, the last one. When times of trial come, faith can give us strength to press forward and face our hardships with courage. Even when the future seems uncertain, our faith in the Savior can help us give us peace. Um, Elder Ulysses Suarez said, mortal life is a period of testing where we will be proven to see if we will do all things that the Lord, our God shall command us. This will require unwavering faith in Christ, even in times of great difficulty. It will require that we will press forward with steadfastness, steadfast faith in Christ, being led by the spirit and trusting that God will provide our needs. At the conclusion of his earthly, earthly ministry, the Savior taught his disciples, 
in the world, ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So faith gives you and I strength to press forward when we face hardship and challenges. Even if we don't know the future, if it's uncertain, faith gives us the peace that we need. So going off of the six things that I shared with you today from this, from the article on the church's website, gospel library, faith in Jesus Christ can motivate us to follow his perfect examples. Number one, number two, our faith can lead us to do good works, obey the commandments and repent. Number three, our faith can help us overcome temptation. Um, number four, the Lord will work mighty miracles in our life according to our faith. And number five, faith in Jesus Christ helps us receive spiritual and physical healing through his atonement. Number six, when times of trial come, faith can give us strength to press forward and face our hardship with courage, even when the future seems uncertain. So going back to why I decided to do this whole podcast about faith is that when Elder Bednar talked about how or how the Antichrist wanted to see, wanted to be given a sign, wanted a proof before he would believe. In life, as we go through hardships and trials and temptations and pain and suffering um, and worrying about our spiritual and physical healing, it is through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ that all things will work together for our good. And we can't necessarily see the end result, but we have to have faith that in Christ, that everything will work out for us. Um, like at the very end in John 16, 33 in the world, ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So just ending with Alma 32. And now I ask, is this faith behold, I say unto you, nay, for a man, if a man knoweth a thing, he hath no cause to believe for he knoweth it. And now, as I said, concerning faith, faith is not to have a perfect knowledge of things. Therefore, if ye have faith, ye hope for things which are not seen, which are true. So I am going to try so much harder to just have faith and not desire to be shown or seen something because I feel like I can't move forward without it because faith propels you forward. It's a, um, it's not a passive word. It's an active word. So. Think about things in your life. Think about these areas of growth and how faith can strengthen you. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening today. Have a great day. I am so grateful that you listened to my latest podcast. Please share these episodes with your family and friends. I look forward to being with you again soon. Have a great day.